Hello, this is Cherry Agarwal from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, July 3rd, and today Congress leader Rahul Gandhi has put an end to all speculations about the status of his position as the party's president. Gandhi tweeted out a statement earlier today clarifying he was no longer the president of the Congress party and had submitted his resignation. Gandhi cited party's defeat in the 2019 Lok Sabha elections as the reason. His statement read, quote, "Accountability is critical for the future of a party. It is for this reason that I have resigned as Congress president." Unquote. The big question is who would occupy the Congress's throne next? It seems Gandhi's party colleagues had asked him to nominate the next Congress chief. However, Gandhi has suggested that the task of finding the new Congress chief be entrusted to a group and this group would receive his full support during this process ensuring a smooth transition as we record this podcast times now has announced congress veteran motilal vohra as the interim congress chief meanwhile vohra has told news agency ani that he has no information about this on the other hand republic tv's quote unquote scoop is that ashok gelot and sunil kumar shinde are among congress president picks I must point out that the party confirmation is awaited on both counts. In his letter Gandhi has urged the Congress party to radically transform itself. He also said that the BJP has systematically crushed the voice of the Indian people and it is the Congress party's duty to defend these voices. Gandhi had offered to step down as Congress president on May 25th, 2 days after the results for the 2019 elections were announced. The Congress party had managed to win only 52 of the 543 parliamentary seats. However, the Congress Working Committee had unanimously rejected his resignation with several top leaders urging Gandhi to continue leading the party. As recently as July 1st, Gandhi had met with the chief ministers of the five Congress-led states who had asked him to reconsider his decision. Rajasthan Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot had said that they were hoping for a positive decision after the meeting. but it seems gandhi has made up his mind the union home ministry has clarified that the contentious sedition law will not be scrapped the clarification was provided by the minister of state for home nityanand rai in parliament today in a written submission during question hour rai said quote there's no proposal to scrap the provision under the indian penal code dealing with the offence of sedition There's a need to retain the provision to effectively combat anti-national, secessionist and terrorist elements. Unquote. The offence of sedition pertains to section 124A of the Indian Penal Code. It says, quote, whoever by words either spoken or written or by signs or by visible representation or otherwise brings or attempts to bring into hatred or contempt or excites or attempts to excite disaffection towards the government established by law in india shall be punished with imprisonment for life to which fine may be added unquote under this section the accused can be jailed for up to 3 years the scrapping of sedition was one of the promises listed by the congress party in its 2019 lok sabha election manifesto however during the election campaign the bharatiya janata party had stated that it would strengthen the law So far, 35 people have died across Maharashtra in rain-related accidents. About 21 people died in Mumbai itself. Now, a report about the state of Brina Mumbai Municipal Corporation's flood management system has been tabled in the Maharashtra Assembly. The report was submitted by the Comptroller and Auditor General on Tuesday and points out major deficiencies. 
It states that the capacity of the drains in Mumbai is only enough to handle 25 mm of rainfall per hour. Over the last few days, the city has witnessed incessant rainfall way beyond this outflow capacity. The CAG's report also pointed out that a master plan for the stormwater disposal system had not been updated in 6 years. The updation of this system was aimed at overhauling Mumbai's water drainage system. The CAG report also pointed out that poor structural conditions, poor workmanship and lack of attention to repairs when the drains got damaged by utility service providers contributed to the city's flooding. The report also pointed out the state of major outfalls that is outlets that drain water away from the city. It stated, quote, "The system is heavily silted and major outfalls discharge much below mean sea level between high and low tide mark. Stormwater drains discharged directly by gravity through outfalls as floodgates have been provided in only 3 of the 45 outfalls." As the outfalls discharge below mean sea level, tidal control is possible only at these three places. Unquote. This basically means that these points for outflow could well contribute in flooding when the tide rises. The Supreme Court today asked the Meghalaya government to deposit the 100 crore rupee penalty imposed on it by the National Green Tribunal. The tribunal had imposed a fine on the Meghalaya government in January for failing to check illegal coal mining in the state. It was during this time that operations to rescue 15 miners trapped in an illegal rat hole mine in East Jaintia Hills were underway. The tribunal had banned rat hole coal mining in 2014. The 100 crore rupee fine was imposed after a high level committee submitted a report stating that a majority of mines in the state were operating without a lease or a license. Apart from the penalty, a two-judge Supreme Court bench has also asked the state government to hand over the illegally extracted coal to Coal India Limited. The coal is to be auctioned off, and the funds would be deposited with the state government. Nevertheless, the court has allowed mining to go on in the state on privately and community-owned land, subject to permissions from authorities. The state government had earlier admitted that a large number of mines were operating illegally. An airstrike in Libya's capital Tripoli has killed at least 40 people and wounded 80 at a detention center for migrants. According to the Associated Press, the Tripoli-based government has blamed the Libyan National Army led by Khalifa Haftar for the strike. The government has also asked the United Nations to support a mission in Libya to establish a fact-finding committee to investigate the incident. The Libyan National Army had launched an offensive against the government in April. Khalifa Haftar's forces control much of the country's eastern and southern regions. However, last week, militias allied with the Tripoli government reclaimed the strategic town of Karyan, which was a key supply route for the Libyan National Army. On July 1, two days ago, Haftar had said that his outfit would start heavy airstrikes on Tripoli after traditional means of fighting had been exhausted. According to the Associated Press, Khalifa Haftar's spokesperson could not be reached for comments. As matters stand, the UN Refugee Agency in Libya has condemned the airstrike on the detention center. The center was home to 616 migrants. At least 6000 migrants from Eritrea, Ethiopia, Somalia, Sudan, and other countries are being held across detention centers by the government. Before I go, let me share this kick-ass recommendation from newslaundry.com. This report was done by Saurabh Sharma. 
On June 30th, journalists had turned up at Muradabad's Pandit Deendayal Upadhyay District Hospital to cover Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath's surprise inspection visit. However, Muradabad District Magistrate is said to have locked up these journalists who were only released after the Chief Minister completed his inspection and left the hospital. Was this an effort of censoring the press? Do read Saurabh's report to find out. You can also show your support to journalists who report from the ground by supporting organizations who bring you such reports. You can subscribe to News Laundry by visiting www.newslaundry.com because without your support, news will die. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.